Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is my guy, Donald Thomas. And today, we're going to go over... Uh, all right, so we're going to go over that final game of the season for the Indianapolis Colts, go over the season itself, just a real quick kind of, you know, look over the past, look at the Colts, see what, what we think of how the season ended and, and our thoughts of the season for the Indianapolis Colts. Donald, I know you was upset, but go ahead, go ahead, give me a couple minutes on the one play that you seriously want to talk about. <laughs> All right. The last play of the game. Well, the last offensive play of the game, at least. You know, fourth and one, I have no problem with them going for it on fourth and one. No problem with it. Um, you know, actually, the play, whether we want to say it was a good play or a bad play call, whatever, it would have been a first down. And maybe we don't more, know. depending upon how that block happened with Michael Pittman out there. Yeah, I mean, m- m- maybe more, right? So, um, that's – I'm not disputing the play call. What I'm disputing or what I have a problem with is the decision on who was to get the ball. And when you look at it, Tyler Goodson, zero yards receiving – Zero receptions, two targets. Uh, I mean, two targets. So that one of the targets was that last play of the game. So you mean tell me that we are going to draw up our best play when we got to have it on fourth and one to go to the playoffs, extend our season, is going to go to a guy that's had two targets or one target all game, right? And we're paying a guy... $14 $14 million a year, right, who didn't start the season off and we, we handsomely rewarded him, we don't give him the ball. We don't find a way to give him the ball. That's okay. That, that's not okay. Like, we're asking someone, and no disrespect to anybody, and trust me, I get it, but there's levels. There's definitely levels to pro athletes, hands down. I'm over here knocking my mic over. I'm so fired up, right? I'm over here. But what I'm saying is, it's like there's levels. And and if, if we're going to be quite honest, like I'm paying you to make plays when they count. I'm not paying you to be a stat stuffer. I'm not paying you to, 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 to I'm not paying you just to play football. I'm not paying you for that. I'm paying you for when it's fourth and one and it's time to go to the playoffs and you are the guy who we say you are the guy, you should have the football, period. Now, whether it's a pass to him or you hand on the ball, I can live and die with him if he gets the first down, if he doesn't. If he drops the ball, it is what it is. Now we can gripe about why we're paying him so much money when it counts. Because this is why we're paying you the money. I'm not paying you the money to, to be a decoy and not be on the field. And we can argue, oh, is it, is it Tyler's fault? Or is it Gardner's fault? Well, let's start with the guy who gets the ball first. Let's start with Gardner. Could have been a better throw? 1,000% could have been a better throw. 
1,000%. It should have been a better throw. So we start right there, right? So we're putting the ball in, in, in Gardner's hands on the last play of the game. And I already know I'm going to get all these stupid comments about, I don't know what I'm talking about, blah, blah, blah. This is my opinion. But I guarantee you that there's a, 85% of people in that in, on 56 Street will agree with me. Right? So you give Gardner the football. And now he has to make a decision with the football. He doesn't make the best decision with the football. I'm not saying he didn't make the best decision with the football as far as who to throw it to, but how it got there. You got to make the throw. You have got to make that throw. That's number one. You got to make the throw. But number two, mm-hmm. Tyler, I'm gonna need you to make the catch too. I'm gonna need you to be good because here's the problem: if you're if you're if you make a professional team, that means you can do nine, you can do what 99.9 percent of the world can't do. And if you dress right, you're even a smaller percentage of what those guys who are on the sideline with. With, with shirts and T-shirts with their chains on and, and, eating, and eating sunflower seeds can't do, right? So I need you to make the play. That's all it comes down to. So, t- yes, Gardner, you got to make the throw. Tyler, you got to make the catch. But God damn, excuse my language, because I'm at the end of the day, Jonathan Taylor should have the football. He's a, what, highest paid player on offense? Give him the ball. Give him the ball. I'll let you get on with it in a moment, but I just got to remind everybody that BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, NFL, NBA, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember, use promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. You receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. I feel like there's two players that the ball could have went to. I mean, Michael Pittman Jr. has been having one hell of a season. He's a guy that everybody's been leaning on all year as well. I mean, Jonathan Taylor just had 188 yards rushing in this game, right? Now, I understand. I understand that, you know, that defense is going to be key. If, if Jonathan Taylor was on the field, defense is going to be keyed on him. Jonathan Taylor was also out of the game for a while due to an ankle issue, right? Uh, so, you know, you also had that problem. So Taylor was at 100%, but you still want your best players out there on the field to make those plays when they're available. And Taylor was out there earlier, right? If I remember right, I saw T.Y. Hilton on Twitter going, Jonathan Taylor wouldn't have dropped that. You know, he he straight said that, you know, right there. and. Uh, we could go by shoulda, woulda, coulda, what may have happened, but all we can do is go by what did happen. And the fact, like you said, what did happen was Gardner Minshew threw kind of a bad ball right behind the guy, but it did hit Goodson's hands, hit both of them, and he should have came up with the football, right? Uh, I I thought it was just like, you know, I thought it was a well-designed play. I have no problem with the play that was called. I think Shane uh, said it himself, you know, it was there. It just execution didn't happen, you know. Um, But that play hurt. The very first defensive play of the game hurt. I mean, that took the crowd out. Like it took the air out of the crowd, right? Uh, how can you give 75, one play? It was like, 
we just spent all that time driving down the field on our offense, eating clock, put points on the board, and then bam, just like that one play answer touchdown, right? That is, and everybody, even everyone in the stands knew Nico Collins was their go-to guy in this game. He was their speedster. He's the guy that they've been going to through the air. And why in the world was he one-on-one in a zone coverage, mind you, because it was zone from what I saw, you know, and Nick Cross steps up rather than steps back and watches, you know, it was too late. He looked over, he watched the quarterback, quarterback throws, and then he's like, oh, and then he turns around and he's gone, just gone, right? Uh, made our rookie corner look bad. Uh, it just, it deflated the entire game. It was amazing from that point that the Colts even stayed in the game because it felt like they had, the Texans had all the momentum from that point on. Uh, the Colts were just trying to stay in it uh, all the way to the end. And credit to them. Credit to the Colts for even being in the spot where they could have won it right there in the final minute of the game, right? And then the bad play happened, you know, that it was just bad all the way around. So, but that's that's how I saw it. Look, Minshew was not pristine at all this game. I mean, he was, what? He was like 54% uh, completion percentage, and, and, and that's saying something. Um, he had some really bad passes and there was some drops. So it wasn't all on him. I think I counted four or five drops by players where it hits their hands, right? Should catch the football. A couple of them, there was a little tighter coverage. Some of them, there wasn't. But either way, it hits your hands dead on. You should catch the football, right? And it just, it, you know, the execution of the offense just wasn't there tonight. Or, well, on Saturday night. We know what you mean, but you know, at at the end of the day, um when you have to have it, you gotta show up. Mm-hmm. And uh there's we can we can we can pick apart every we can pick apart every you know side of the ball, offense, defense, special teams, but overall the coach just didn't have it. Like they just didn't, they didn't. And so this is this is what I'm saying, and you can we can maybe we can make this argument, which makes it even that much uh, of a tougher loss for the Colts because you let a kid fresh out of college beat you in a bit in the, arguably the, the biggest game of his career so far, mm-hmm. um, when it should have been a very uncomfortable game for him where he should have been rattled and you guys should have, you know used what veteran leadership you did have on the, on on defense to really bring it to this, to the young quarterback. He, he looked pretty comfortable back there for the most part of the game. He only got sacked twice. I mean, he had a couple hurries here and there, but for the most part, he was sitting in that pocket and, you know, saying like, he wasn't like, he wasn't rattled from the beginning where you saw like, he was like a deer caught in headlights. He wasn't that. But what I'm saying is like, you know, like we can go back and, and, and look at it when I say like, you need veteran leadership to win, you know, for your team to do well in this, in the playoffs. I don't know how far the Texans will, will, will make it with a rookie quarterback. Now it, it can happen, right? Guys got to rally around him, play well, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, like, I just feel like this is a game the coach really should have won because of that one factor of, you know, young coach hasn't been in these, in these spots yet as a leader, um, you know, 
rookie quarterback, um, you know, overall a, a lesser experienced team, right? Um, yes, they're ascending, but you you you're on the road to make the playoffs. You mean to tell me that you're a better football team than the Colts overall? Like I just don't see it. Like matching up wise, you got some guys they can go, but I, overall, in my opinion, when the Colts are hitting on all cylinders, like they shouldn't have lost this game. So yeah, from the from the opening play, like you could tell, like, all right. Hands are full. Hands are full on this one because we're making bonehead mistakes the first play of the game already. Like, we can't, like, it can't happen. Like, it just cannot happen. I'm honestly glad that Shane Steichen realized Jonathan Taylor was running the football well and the offensive line was opening holes for him. And he leaned on that, you know, for the majority of the game. Uh, Now, the second drive, he came out three straight passes you know, and then punt. Uh, but after that, you kind of saw where he was just feeding JT, right? And that's how he got his 188 yards rushing, right? Just fed him and he'd break a couple, you know, a couple big runs. Um, this is a situation where, in all honesty, now that the season is over with and I I, I sit back and I, and I look on the past season, I feel like the Colts were, you know, Kind of, no, I'm not going to say lucky, but fortuitous uh, to be in the position that they were in in the first place. Um, they they fought hard all year. They put themselves in that situation. Um, and it came down, like it's the last minute of a game to whether or not they were going to win the division legitimately not at that point they didn't know at that point but that's what that that was going to come down to right and they did it with a with so much stacked against them with the decimation of their secondary all year the youth the the inexperience uh your quarterback going down uh different guys having to fill in in different spots across both sides of the field um rookie head coach uh, new offensive line coach, new all all sorts of stuff, different schemes, all of this coming in. I feel like for the Indianapolis Colts to finish the season nine and eight, and having close games, such close games against quality opponents. I will I will say that Cleveland was a quality opponent. I think Texans is a quality opponent right now. I mean, they're in the playoffs for goodness sakes. Yeah, I mean right. they've established themselves as one now, right? Like can't just yeah. look them anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like, you know, looking forward, I think there's a lot for Colts fans to feel good about. Um, it, it does suck how the season ended, but I feel like there's the building blocks are here. There's a lot of guys on the team that need to come back. There's some guys that need, you know, the positions that need to be upgraded. Right. But at the same time, that foundation, I feel like, is there, and there's they they're able to build off of that for this upcoming season. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and that's the state of a lot of teams, and unfortunately, um, the Colts are in a position to where, you know, like all is not lost, right? So there's a lot of positive to take from this season. Where I mean, hell. I'm out and some of the Colts fans are like, well, I'm going to give them six, seven wins. I'm like, they're going to get nine wins this year. 
I think I said that beginning of the season. Like they're they're a nine win football team, and where they get nine wins. I had um, six to nine. So yeah, and remember, yeah. remember, I I said nine. I've always said nine from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I they're get nine. They're a nine win football team. Um, you know, I because I, I could just I I look at the schedule and I, but whatever. But you know, there's that's not terrible. Yes, you want to make the playoffs. Yes, you want to win a, a, a championship. Yes, all of that. But this is the part of this is the part of the cycle, right? Like it's part of the cycle. And if you can if you can end on a good note and take positives from it and know that you're like right there from being a playoff contending team every year, like all right, well look, all right, it sucks. We got to watch the playoffs without our team in it. But there's a there's definitely room for improvement, and like it'll only make this team better. Like what happens at quarterback we improve hopefully we improve right like this is next year honestly this is going to be you know Anthony Richardson's rookie season for real like you know what I'm saying like he still doesn't have a year under his belt yeah he has a year of, of film study year of experience from watching it live and up close but being in the game is a complete different animal like it just is what it is so quarterback is questionable I think we can get better at tight end for sure um we can upgrade a little bit for help Michael Pittman out at receiver and then defense, you know, like I think D line's pretty, pretty, pretty stout. Um, we can definitely, you know, get one or two pieces in the secondary and, and, and maybe, you know, another linebacker to help out with, with EJ and, and, um, um, you know, just, just help, help out the linebacking core. So there is room for, for improvement. Um, I think we need a perennial return man. Um, I haven't had one in a while. Uh, I think that'll help out, you know, with special teams and in the kicking game. Just people don't realize like how important or people do, but how important field position is. When you can find someone who can really change the the landscape with field position and get you 20, 30 yards every punt return, like it's nothing, or or get you out to the, the 40 on average on kickoff returns when the ball when it's returnable, like that's a that's a different, you know, that changes I, the game. I think that's what um the signing of Isaiah McKenzie was supposed to do. Yeah, kind of, you know, replace replace the running back that we had uh, traded with Buffalo, Naheem Hines, who was our punt and kick returner, yeah. right? And then obviously uh, Isaiah Rogers, you know, who was suspended for gambling, he was also kick punt returner. Uh, so we missed both those guys. I think that's what Isaiah McKenzie was supposed to do. And then next thing you know, he's suspended, right? So. <laughs> Uh, apparently nobody is going to want to be a special teams returner for our team in the near future because they'll be afraid of getting suspended for one reason or another. It's a uh, cursed position. Yeah. It's a cursed position for sure. When you look at the the history, I never I never thought about that. So, but I will say this: like as offensive linemen, like when we're coming out for a drive, it's definitely a different psyche when you start on the like plus forty than when you do when you're going back to the twenty or 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 you know before that. Like it's like. It's a more daunting time that we started inside the 10 against listen, the Texans. Listen, I could not stand standing in the end zone in a huddle. Like, that's like, but if I could be out by the 40, 50, like, I'm like, all we really need is like, you know what I'm saying? Like a good, like little chunk play here and there. And we're, we're going to at least get three points out of this thing. Like, you know, it's just a different mindset. So, um, you know, the Colts, the Colts, they know what they're doing. I don't know what they're going to do front office wise. I I I would probably have to say everybody's going to stay stay intact. Um, Ballard's job is I guess safe again this year. So, um, but then again, like he's you can kind of see the formula that he's putting together, right? You can kind of mm-hmm. see the pieces that he wants to put together. And one thing about it is like you don't want to fire him unless you absolutely have to. 
because now you got a different guy coming in that's going to bring different players in, and you got to start from square one. And he knows the 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 the, the, the culture of this team. Uh, the, the guy that's going out, you know, next to the guy that's coming in, he's going to change it. It's just a mess. Like you don't want that. Like the team that where you need a new GM is a team that is a complete rebuild. That's a different yep. story. Like, like if you told me like New England went and fired Belichick and then they got a new GM and a new head coach, like they're trying to clean house and get change the culture and everything like that. Colts have a culture. Colts have they're 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 on the right path. Just leave it alone. Let them let give them another year to fix this. I, I think it's not fix. It's just to tweak some things. Right? You got a quarterback. Like let's see if it works. If doesn't work after next year. Then it is what it is. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I um again. You know, I think we'll have to be a little bit, uh, give a little bit of room, you know, because of Anthony Richardson, right? As you said, basically having his actual rookie season. Uh, but, I mean, he did have, he was in film, you know, the film studies and the walkthroughs and stuff like that. So he's gotten a ton of mental reps. He's gotten to see how a, a, uh, an NF, a starting NFL quarterback handles himself in a locker room and on the field and stuff like it, following Minshew around with a, a notepad, right? All, all season. So um, there is a lot that he got to learn. Granted, he didn't get to do a lot of playing or throwing or practicing, but you know, uh, he, he got some mental stuff out of the way. I think that'll help out a ton for him. Um, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Donald, any, any closing words? Uh, you know, coach fans hang in there. Um, it's going to be all right. You know, it's a, it's a work in progress. Uh, you know, next year is next year and just, you know, continue to be supportive, right? Just continue to, to, I know we, everyone's opinionated. Trust me. I'm a, I'm a New York Knicks fan. So, you know, like, shoot. If anyone gets it, I get it more than you guys because we haven't won a championship and since I've been alive, and that's almost forty years. So, you know, um, you know, it's just it's 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 the NFL. It can go either way. You start off on a high, and you know, like if you think you got you're optimistic about rookie quarterback, high draft pick, and then things kind of fall apart, and you still have a season that's still memorable and still you can take positives from. So. Look at the silver lining in it all and just look, 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 look at the – you guys are – we are ahead of where we were slated to be once Anthony Richardson went down. So, you know, um, till next year, man, with that, you know, rebuild and, 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 and come back stronger. Absolutely. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. I'm Lawrence Owen. That's Donald Thomas. This was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online, And as usual, go Colts. Go Colts, baby. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.